Hey, this is James H. Carr II from the Creepy Kingdom Podcast and the director of the Foolish Mortals documentary. And when I'm not making documentaries and creeping around my podcast, I'm listening to the Mickey Dudes Podcast. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to a very special episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I am your host, Pat Gennetti. Tonight, I am joined by our producer extraordinaire, Greg Nevis. I regret nothing, ever. And three of our phenomenal rotating Mickey Dude commentators, Kyle Ostrander. I have nothing, ever. Jeff Williams. Flash photography? I wouldn't. That alters the homing signal, and that's not good. And all the way from across the pond, Stephen Maxwell. I'm surrounded by idiots. I just love that line. I so do. It, fit, it, it just fits us so, so well. Uh, Greg, slap shot. Yes, sir. All right. So here we go. Besides all of us being Disney geeks, or whatever you want to call us nowadays, Disney nerds, anything along those lines, Mickey dudes, that kind of works too. What other very special thing do we have in common? Well, Pat, that would make us Disney geek dads. That's right, Greg. Well done. We have, Thank you. We all have the honor and pleasure and privilege of being dads. And especially tonight, we're going to talk Disney and we're going to be Disney dads. So this episode is going out to all the fathers out there. This is our special Father's Day episode. So... Right away, we're going to wish all the dads out there a happy Father's Day. It'll be a little early, but that's okay. We deserve our day just like anybody else, and it's going to be a good day, so let's kick it off with this show. So we're going to go through about two, three, four different kind of questions. Uh, we're going to talk about our favorite memories with our kids, go through some of our favorite ideas and things that bring us together with Disney. Why is Disney special between us and our kids, inside, outside the park, stuff like that. And what do we see? You know, when we have our Disney dad goggles on, we can see things that other people can't. It's like our superhero power. We are able to have that dad vision. So we're going to talk about these topics tonight and just kind of get a dad's perspective. Sound good, gents? Absolutely. Oh, good. Yes. Four questions? <laughs> three, four, three something along five. those lines. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. I, I might spring a different one on you. You never know, Kyle. <laughs> I'm scared. And we all know if I if I spring one on, I'm starting with you. Yes, I know. So, I also would just like to say a perfect gift for any dad out there is Joffrey's Coffee. It is the official specialty coffee of Walt Disney World, and it happens to be our official coffee as well. Tonight, I am drinking Soluisi Calosi. It's probably butchered that one, but it's something along those lines. It is a full-bodied coffee. It is phenomenal. I'm drinking it as we speak, and I think any dad would be lucky to have this, so go out and get some. Is that the white-haired girl from Game of Thrones? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, gentlemen, Greg, I'm going to start with you, okay? Why don't you give our listeners, all of us, one of your favorite memories from the world that happened between you and your children? Well, that's pretty easy. Our first trip, our daughter had turned five 
probably five or six months prior to our visit to Walt Disney World. And the thing that was so very special to us was our first day there, we hit Magic Kingdom. And walking into the gates, get that sense of excitement and wow, we're finally, finally here. And being able to see her experience the magic through her eyes was fantastic. But when we came down Main Street and saw the castle, it's like the world stopped and and it seemed like everything was going in super slow motion at the time. We got to just experience you see this castle it's so iconic in photos and magazines on tv and to a point before you get there it doesn't seem real and when we finally made it there that very first day i think we all had goosebumps seeing the castle for that very first time and i wish you could have that feeling every time you see the castle but nothing's quite like that first time but man was it it was just incredibly special and magical yeah, I think that's probably something that could be on all of our lists easily. It's the walking down Main Street that first time or the first time one of your children sees that castle is is very special. It's it's an amazing feeling. And I know the dads out there and all of us, we try to be these tough macho guys, but to see the sparkle, to see the eyes and see their faces just light up I it melts me every single time. I I truly understand what you're saying. It's a truly special moment that I think you have to be a dad to see. And I think it's one of those great, great experiences that keeps me coming back to Disney. Because even now that we've gone quite a few times, as my youngest, who's six, who as he gets a little bit older, he's starting to appreciate it a little bit more. So his facial expressions are different every single time. And I love it. I think it's awesome. Well done, Greg. Oh, thank you. I'm not going to try. I'm going to try not to cry during this episode. I'll do my best. Keep it together, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. But Jeff, I'm going to go to you now. Give me a memory, bud. You got it. So uh, we, what do we like to do as parents? We always try to, you, you see the meme online uh, on YouTube, but we always try to surprise the kids for these Disney World trips. Today, we we go, we're, we're fortunate enough and financially stable enough to go two or three times a year. But yeah, of course, there was a time when it would be every other year, maybe every three years. Um, early on, uh, our kids were in a small little private school. And I think one of the, we, we've surprised them a few times, but this was my favorite one of all. And it was the last day of school. Um, they had no clue what, what was in store. And basically, we showed up with my mother-in-law, so their grandmother. They didn't know she was in town either. That was like a one of those covert operations we had to do. And she was in the car. We went in, said all the goodbyes to all the teachers, and I was filming the whole thing, documenting it. And they're, they're, I'm sure they're, the whole time they're thinking, why why is Dad filming all this, you know, every little step that we, we make? And we had this sign written in white on the back of the, the car. And as we're walk, escorting them out of the school, and they see the, the sign, and then all of a sudden start, things start computing in their brain, and they see the, the grandmother like, what's Grandma doing here? And it, it, going to Disney World, oh my gosh, and they just flipped out. <laughs> oh, nice. I mean, they just totally lost their minds. Well, there's, a, there's a small little window. It's the willful suspension of disbelief, some say, but that the kids really, uh, really appreciate the, these moments. And that was kind of an age thing. Obviously, as they get older, it's harder to trick them and and even really you know, impress them too much. <laughs> it's harder to impress them, especially when they're teenagers. 
but when they're young and it's just it's fresh and and you just see see the excitement bubbling out of them and those those are some of my favorite moments is the surprise trips that's awesome jeff now i see Unfortunately for me, I honestly and truly believe we have five kids. I'm the fifth kid. There is no way, shape, or form I could ever surprise my kids because I am way, way, way too stoked about every trip. So I can't. I just, I just can't do it. I want to. I see the, I see the videos all the time, and I'm like, that would be the greatest thing ever. And I'm like, yeah, I can't do that. I, I just, I can't hold it in. I cannot contain my excitement. It's just never going to happen. So, kids, when you listen to this, I, I love you dearly. You guys are all awesome, but I will never surprise you because I, I, I just don't have the patience. I can't do it. Sorry. Me either. <laughs> no. I think coming from over here, it just takes so long in the planning to get things done. Uh, I don't think that would ever happen. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> I just, I'm just laughing because I've come up with really good ideas to try to to try to surprise my kids, and it's just it's never going to work. Eh, whatever. All right, Stephen, let's go over to you. Uh, let's take the plane, go across the pond, and what's a, a memory that you uh, really, really could remember, and, and it really touches your heart? One of my memories is we went to the Magic Kingdom and we booked uh, the Bibbity Bobbity Boutique for my my daughter at that point. And again, she never knew anything about it. So when we went to the castle, uh, we sort of walked in and we saw all the people getting all dressed up and all their makeup done, their hair done. And she's sort of looking there and says, would you like to get that done? And she went, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it just so happens that we had the booking just as soon as we went in. So she get in, get her hair done, get her, her dress on. Uh, and she looked fantastic. I mean, she, and then she got taken away, and she got all the photo pass pictures done as well. Which the photo pass is absolutely amazing. You know, the professional pictures you get from there uh, is one of the things that I'll, I'll keep for the rest of my life. But uh, my two sons were a wee bit sort of put out with this because they were hanging about for about half an hour waiting in her. You know, just initially getting her stuff done. And I said, right, come on. I says, we'll we'll go away and do a couple of rides. So, unknown to them, we'd actually booked them into the, the Pirates League over in Adventureland. So, we walked away over there uh, and we got there. And I said to my youngest son, I says, right, okay. I says, so how'd you fancy getting dressed up as a pirate? He went, no. <laughs> I went, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> we've, been, we've booked this for about a year and says, says no says, I don't want to get dressed up as a pirate and the cast member there was so good uh, my oldest son he was into it he wanted to get done he'd seen all the pictures before uh, we'd gone uh, even though we didn't know we were going there that day and he says alright come on come on we'll go and the, the cast member was going and says Come on, you said you look, can look like me. You know, he had the hat on, he had his face all made up, and he had the, the full regalia out. And after about 20 minutes, sort of in and out and trying to work out if he wanted to go, we finally get in. Uh, my oldest son got dressed up as a, a, a pirate with the, the teeth missing and the, the, uh, the eye all bloodshot and bruised. But my youngest son, look, he he went for the Johnny Depp one with the 
series of eyes on the face at Pirates of the Caribbean. And the, the, the makeup artist, the cast member at that point said, you know, it says, if you get this done, it says, it's going to take you 20 minutes of just with your eyes closed. It says, no, that's no problem. So he sat there and we were there for about 40 minutes and the cast member drew the eyes on and all the eyes down the, the cheeks. And it just looked absolutely fantastic. He didn't want the full outfit, so we just got a hat and then we get the pictures taken there as well. But when we came out, everywhere we went uh, for the rest of the day, everybody was commenting on the amount of eyes he had in his face. And even when he closed his eyes, his eyes still looking as if they were still open. <laughs> so everybody's going, wow, look at that. This is not, that just, it's the epitome of Disney. They do everything so well. And for everybody to actually comment on that. And obviously, it's an advert for the Pirates League for everybody else, because as soon as they see that, it's so, where did you get that done? It drives them across to the airport. Uh, it was such a special day. So the, all three of them were all wandering about, all dressed up. Uh, and they were like that for the rest of the day. And they didn't want to take the stuff off at the end of the when we went home at night. Stephen, what did you get done at Baz? <laughs> no, no, I never get anything <laughs> done. <laughs> I think I look like a pirate already. <laughs> well, I say when we have our first meetup, we all need to do a Pirates League. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, so we can disguise ourselves so they can't really. If we get if we get kicked out, they can't really see us. You know, our yeah. pictures can't go really up on the wall. Yeah. Uh, you know, Stephen, while you were saying and, and talking about your story or your memory, you know, I, I had a smile on my face the whole time. You know, I think again, that's one of the things about being a dad where you you could you could picture your own kids when you hear stories like that none of my kids have ever done it now i don't have any girls so we could never do the bibbidi bobbidi boutique my kids are actually older now anyway so i don't think any of them would want to do it but i really i really could just envision the happiness and the smiles and and, and that's something that and i agree with you 100 percent. disney just goes above and beyond and they do it so well and when you get that right cast member that puts that extra effort in, it, it makes it makes it doesn't just make the kids' day; it makes your day as a father, and it just it's it's an awesome experience for everybody. So that's great. It makes everything so easy because, especially when Luke didn't want to do it in the first place, you know, we were desperate for them to to get in there and share the experience, and for them to say no. It just sort of kicked the legs away from us. It says, well, what do we do now? <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. No, and it's, it's great that you had a cast member that was able to wrangle them in. That's, that's awesome. That's very cool. All right. Speaking of cool, we're going to go to Kyle now. That's awesome, Pat. Thank you. <laughs> you're, you're very welcome, Kyle. <laughs> wow. What a segue. Um, <laughs> I want a segue tour. Anyway. Um, I've done that. <laughs> um. Probably my favorite was we went on, I think it was our last July trip. We went for seven days, and it was the first time my almost eight-year-old was old enough or tall enough to ride most all rides in Disney World. And for some reason, I don't know where he got the idea from, not for me, he wanted to ride Tower of Terror so bad. And uh, we made fast passes for him and myself and my wife and our youngest went to go see Disney Junior. He was so excited, and you know, as you're walking up toward Tower Terror, you hear people screaming and the elevator going down, and you can see he was a little nervous. And instead of being the encouraging dad, you know, it's okay, boy. Yes, 
I fed off that. It's like, you know, boy, this thing goes upside down 26 <laughs> times. It goes like, you know, 25, 30 miles per hour down. And you don't, you don't know if you're going to make it out alive. You know, that, that kind of good encouraging fatherhood thing. And we, we rode it. And he got off, and the first thing he said is, I want to do it again. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Well, we can't do it right now, but we'll do it later. And we came down to our little uh, fourth fast pass. You know, I want to ride Tower of Terror again. Well, he went with my wife this time. I took the boy, the youngest boy, but it's just the fact that, I hate to say bravery in it, but, you know, he was, he's up there. He's ready to go ride the big boy rides. And him and I can go enjoy those big boy rides together. Yeah, that's, that is very awesome. My... My kids, uh, you know, I have a six-year-old and a ten-year-old, a thirteen-year-old, a sixteen-year-old. I have them all over the place, and I could remember when they were all riding, when they got to that point, and they're able to ride the big rides, uh, which was very cool. The six-year-old's getting there now, and <laughs> he's trying it. He loved the Tower of Terror in August. He was very apprehensive about it at first. I would have gone your route, Kyle, and kind of tried. Um, the upside down 90 miles an hour and all that stuff but my my wife would have backhanded me so fast it really well, the best it part about mattered. it my wife wasn't around so i could do that kind of thing <laughs> see <laughs> yeah i probably got the same thing <laughs> smart smart man i think that's you know it was segueing into where i'm going with my memories it is it, a lot of it has to do with some of the rides and there's a couple times where we were we caught the weather just right where it actually rained and it cleared out the park. And last August, we were able to ride Splash Mountain. And we rode it like five times in a row. And to see the the, the youngest, just the, when you get the pictures and see the sheer joy in their in his face of just... And he that's what he just said. He goes, I want to do it again. I want to do it again. I want to do it again. And it was great. And, and then this past April, the rain again. My 10-year-old Ethan, we were uh, we just stayed behind. And we rode five or six rides, walked right on, did Big Thunder Mountain twice. And he was just so excited. And we caught wishes right at the end before we left. And his eyes like just lit up. Like, the, like his eyes were so wide. They were like just the fireworks. You could see the fireworks in his eyes. And to see things like that is just, it's pretty special. And my, the common, the common um, phrase or sentence that's said a lot when we go, this is the greatest day ever. ever. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You know, I'm saying, I'm saying the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Exactly. You could, you could hear the excitement. You can see the joy in their face, and and that's special. And it could be the greatest day every day when you're down there. They always find something new that they love or that's excited that made them really excited or made them smile. My wife and I, we've talked in the past. We love to go and down to Disney because we want to create these memories. We could save all this money and put it all in the bank and not spend all the money going to Disney, but we're creating memories and there's no price tag on that. There is nothing anybody could say to me that's going to be able to say it's not worth it. Just for those moments and those memories, I will cherish them forever and I, you know, I, I, they're priceless to me and I, I will always, always go to Disney for reasons like that. So, all right, gents, so we, we talked about our memories in, in, in the parks. What do we think about, is there a connection that we share with our kids outside of the parks that's Disney-related? Is there anything that you guys do that's special with your kids? Or, is there, or, or are your kids growing up becoming Disney fanatics like us? Do they shy away from it? 
because we're the biggest Disney geeks and we just love it so much. You know, they're trying to be cool and do the opposite of dad. So kind of try to get your feel on those things. Greg, what do you think? Well, sadly, my daughter is 12 going on 22. And anything that dad freaks and geeks out over is not really in her wheelhouse. But when we go shopping in places and if there's a Disney store, we go in there and try to get a feel for a bit of the magic by by doing that so small things like that we can do around without being in the parks kind of it's kind of what we do yeah no absolutely like my um my collection of t-shirts pales in comparison to yours jeff's but <laughs> like I, I know like when, when i get a new t-shirt or something my, especially my my 10 year old and my six-year-old they definitely like they think they're very cool and they kind of want to start getting t-shirts and they want to make sure they have new shirts for when we go down there so yeah i definitely could could feel that the older ones they're i'm in your your boat there greg eh, they, they don't yeah, know yeah. they love it they love it when they're there yeah and exactly. they're having a really good time yep. and but when they're away from it they're like yeah dad you're so not cool just go listen to your podcast go record your podcast and leave us alone yeah and the funny thing is we first started going back in, I want to say 2009. That was my first trip there. Of course, it was my daughter's first trip there. And my wife had been to the world when she was, I think, 12 or 13 back in 1983. And by the way, you guys want to take a guess of how much admission was back in 1983? <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm going to vomit once you tell $12. me. $12.50. Six pence. $18. Wow. Yeah. It's expensive. $18. Can you imagine? So, yep. That's price, that's price gouging right there. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm so sad right now. That's awful. Ugh. But the sad part, we're still going to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yep. Exactly. It doesn't really matter. You're absolutely, absolutely, absolutely right. So. Uh, I got three to pay for right now. Yeah. All right, uh, Jeff. Before before you go through your magic vortex again and go into your time machine, do you have anything outside the parks? Anything that you share? Is there a connection with the kids? Yeah, we. It's funny as the kids were growing up, we collect maps. I'm sure you all do. They uh, will have theme park day, and basically, when they were younger, they would pretend they're tourists and then walk around the house, like pointing out the attractions. And so we would always pretend we're really at Disney World and we would walk through the house and, you know, get lost like a tourist and <laughs> wonder where the fast pass machines were. But um, those are the kind of cherished memories. And it's what I try to tell young adult parents. There is a small window, and I mentioned it earlier, the willful suspension of disbelief. I've heard it said before. And it is it is a real thing. And, and that window closes uh, quicker and quicker these days as these kids get more and more online and more aware of their surroundings. It, so it is kind of imperative. You, you try. It's nice to get the kids in to Disney World uh, earlier on, and things like character meals are more special and uh, quote unquote magical. And heck, I drag my kids to character meals now for me. I mean, they don't. <laughs> they're just like yawn, but I'm just I'm all giddy and, and taking pictures for all the characters. But um, I, so I'm I'm at least proof that it does come back. It just might take you know decades later. <laughs> That that whole suspension of disbelief, but but no, it, the kids uh, are, are have a blast, and like Greg said, they're transitioning to liking different things. Like we just went on a Tower of Terror for the first time with my, our twelve year old daughter, and it's just amazing experience in itself. So you just transition to doing special, more special things that that, that kind of twist them a little bit, and makes them uh, have more fun. Ah, oh, perfect, perfect. 
right, Stephen, you're all the way over across the pond, like I, I like to say. And is the is the Disney fanaticism is it do you see it as much over there as you do here you know our stores it doesn't matter what store we go to you're gonna find a disney shirt or something along those lines but is it the same way over there is it easy to indoctrinate your kids into the disney culture while over there no not at all the amount of disney stores have actually closed though across here as well they really only get two or three in scotland at the moment one in glasgow one in edinburgh and i think possibly one in aberdeen but trying to find things in the shops that actually would generate some sort of interest for them is it's just not there, uh, which is a shame because it is a huge part of not just my children's childhood, but other, other kids as well. I mean, everybody grows up with Disney, all the films and stuff like that. So it's a shame that that doesn't happen. Uh, my kids love Disney. You know, and I've always said to them, never be embarrassed about being a Disney geek. And I think I've sort of brought them up the right way. So it's definitely something that, that they're always looking for. They always want to know things about Disney. Uh, even my 17-year-old son, Andrew, he's he's still talking about it. He's desperate to go back. And uh, his girlfriend's just been back a couple of months ago. Uh, she went across there and he's desperate to go across and just do it all again but again it's, it's hearing the stories it's knowing that I'm doing this podcast which they're really excited about which I, to a point I didn't think they were going to be I thought they were going to go dad what are you doing <laughs> I said, but no I mean they listen every week and they give me feedback on it and probably my worst critics you know <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no it's great trying, just trying to keep the interest of Disney alive in them and they're very, very receptive for that. No, it's, that's awesome. You, you definitely are raising them right, Stephen. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, um, because, you know, like I said before, as, as our kids are getting a little bit older, they may be breaking away. But, you know, to have a 17-year-old that's chomping at the bit to get back to Disney and to kind of dive right in, it, it's awesome. Yeah. I think that's really great. And, and I agree. You know, I think it is a shame that, you know, we have it so easy over here where we could see things and, and, and go to stores and just see all this Disney stuff. So it's it's kind of, with especially with my kids, whenever we go to a store and they see something with Disney, like they go, Dad, look, Dad, look. So it's pretty simple, and it, it always keeps them in, in, the, in the mood at that time. So that's cool. All right, Kyle. Yeah. You're, you're still really cool, so I'm going to go back to you now and ask you that same question. Compared to you guys, I'm kind of boring with the whole Disney World fanaticism. I got my blogs, I read them, I listen to my podcast, but we ain't got a lot of Disney memorabilia up around. We got a couple of pins, but it's not an everyday thing in our house. However, when Travel Channel does their little uh, Disney World, uh, what's those things, I don't know, travel planning guide things, I watch those every time. I'll sit there and I'll drink my coffee and watch them because they're usually on at like 8 o'clock in the morning. And my 7-year-old will stop playing his iPad and watch it with me and my three-year-old almost four-year-old will sit there and go oh look you know the typical Mickey and name the characters out and that's that's special between me and the kids right there and you know my, my older boy again you know us tower terror let's go write that again type <laughs> stuff and 
And I kind of guess that gets me more excited for our, our, our upcoming trips and knowing that they're excited for it as well. Yeah, that's and that's the thing that one of the things that we definitely do, and this is what I was so it's actually a perfect segue into mine, Kyle, is that t- talking about future trips or, or seeing things because my kids will watch those shows as well with me and they'll see something. And my six year old just said the other day because we're going again in October and we're going to be there for uh, Mickey's Not So Scary. Hey, me too. And he's, <laughs> woohoo. And um, I'm more excited, I think, than he is, but that's okay. He goes, Daddy, he goes, uh, he goes we're going to do Halloween in Disney. And I go, yeah. What's your point, Aiden? He goes, well, if we do it once in Disney, does that mean we can't do it again when we get back? Oh, no, 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 no. Yes, I said, <laughs> no. I go, Aiden, that's the best part. You get to do it in Disney and when we get back, you get to do it like normal here in Connecticut. And his eyes just bugged out. And he's like, you're the greatest. Oh, I, took, I, <laughs> oh, I wow. completely took that. I'm like, yep, that's all me. I am in control of two Halloweens this year. I was like, yes. I never got one of those yet. I'm, I'm working for it, though. <laughs> you're the best dad. <laughs> I haven't got one of those yet. Kyle, you're the best dad. It's, a, it's not the same, Pat. I appreciate it, though, but it's just not the same. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thank you. I thank you for the, the um, trying there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're and then we're talking about the costumes he wants to wear, and he wants to be anger, and he wants to spike his hair red, and then he's talking about the magic band, and he's like, "I want a gray one." I'm like, "A gray one?" Like, I'm like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Gray is just eh. again being the supportive dad. Let him choose." No. So. He goes, pick any other color. He goes, oh, wait, I'm going to be anger. I should pick red. He gets really excited, and it, that's just awesome. I, I, I love moments like that outside the parks and just to be able to keep it in the house. Because, again, like you, like you, Kyle, we don't have memorabilia everywhere or anything like that. My wife would kill me if I brought in everything I wanted to. But at least we could talk about it. And my kids listen to the podcast as well, just like, you know, Stephen, yours, yours do. And they really like it. They, they're not my critics because they just they just think this is the greatest because they hear dad on the car radio. So they think <laughs> nice. it's just it, – yeah, they just think it's the coolest thing. <laughs> the two oldest, they don't they, – they're like another podcast. Yeah, they want nothing to do with it. So He's not my father. He's not my father. He's not it. Ex- ex- no! <laughs> ex- yeah, whenever I, have the, whenever I have the oldest two in the car, I'm, I get all depressed. I'm like, oh, I got to listen to music. I'm like, oh, forget it. <laughs> You're driving, I, right? Yeah, I know. So, okay, what's the rule? You drive your choice. Yeah, you're, exactly. You're right, but then they're all cranky and they just mutter under their breath, and I just, I just don't want to hear it. All right, it's either podcast or Phil Collins. Take a choice. Uh, well, he, well, here's the, th- <laughs> well, that's the thing. If I'm not listening to a podcast, I put on the classic rock radio station here in Connecticut, and they have to listen to that. So it's one or the other. So they're not, <laughs> they're not happy either way. But take their the classic rock station a little bit better than the Disney podcasts. Hmm. Wow. What is your, is your classic rock station include grunge? No. Ours does. It's well, let, wait, let's put it this way. You will get some Nirvana here every now and again, but for the most part, you're looking at 60s, 70s, 80s, more or less classic rock. So. Side note, our, uh, our rock station made a transition to classic rock and grunge nineties. And they played, uh, Clint the soul, Clint the soul's uh, shine. I'm like, why is this on classic rock? It's only 28. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess yep. so. Yep. 
That's no, that's man. the problem. Yeah, we were we were listening to Bon Jovi or something the other day, and I, you know, Slippery When Wet when it came out in like '86 or '85, and I'm thinking into my head, and I'm like, oh my god, it's that old. I'm yep. like, it's over. It's 30 years old. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and I'm and now I'm thinking of when I was a kid listening to music and with my father or my friends' fathers. And them saying and being like, "Oh, this music's terrible." It was like thirty years, twenty years ago, and I'm like, "Now I'm that guy." I'm like, "Oh, yeah. boy, yep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're old." Yep. But hey, you know what? <laughs> we, we're getting better with age. We're like a fine wine, a stinky cheese. We get better with age. That's all. Yeah, I've been told I wine quite a lot as well. Yeah. Or it can be red. Or it can be redneck, <laughs> redneck like me and get fine wine in a turvy cup. All right, let's let's bring it back to Disney now, because you know, as much as classic rock is awesome, and we can talk about that and how old we're getting, let's stay young and let's go back to the Disney. And let's see, if we had to put our super power superhero goggles on, power our Disney goggles, what what do we see that people that aren't fathers, what do what do we see that they can't? Does anybody have something? Just jump in. Anybody wants to, like what other folks don't see. Yeah. Yeah, because we're dads. We see you always, depending on your surroundings and depending on how you grow up and all this stuff, you always see things differently. But once you become a dad, you definitely see something, some things that other people just won't see. I see jealousy. Ooh. Yeah. Keep going. Go with that. Because when we go to Disney World and we go, we're, we're, I don't care what park we're in, but you know, we go in to say Magic Kingdom. And we're going down Main Street, and my four-year-old and seven-year-old are trying to run ahead and haul butt to whatever, I don't know, Dumbo. I'm back there going, you know, no, slow down, please don't. Back in my head, I'm like, I'll race you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get there first. It's, you know, I'm seeing, because I was fortunate enough to go when I was younger. I I live in Florida, two two hours away. We made multiple one-day trips. And I am seeing the same excitement they have. That I had, that I still want to relive, and I, I mean, I kind of, I'm, I don't know, I'm getting a little choked up here, or I just can't speak, I can't tell. <laughs> That's very special for me to be able to relive that through their eyes, and knowing that they're doing, they had the same feelings I did, and hopefully, 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 when they get older and get my age and have their own kids, they still have that same excitement. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome, and that that kind of goes back to what I was saying before, is that when we get to see our kids and their expressions and the magic and relive those moments because i went i went once as a kid and then went i've been going more and more since obviously i got older but i still can remember from when i was in fifth grade and the first time i went and reliving those moments through the kids is very very special you know and i could see that people they as much as i hear complaints sometimes about people going to disney oh there's so many kids around but you know what disney is about the kids whether you're a six-year-old kid or in my case a 39 year old kid it's all the same and it's special to all of us for different reasons and you know i love seeing it through their eyes it's awesome anybody else jeff or greg or steven i don't think it takes a lot to actually see things and make things special there somebody can give a kid a bucket of popcorn or a balloon and the kid's eyes just wide open they're so excited about things so it doesn't take a lot to actually excite them so I think a lot of people 
think that, that you've got to do the big things in life. You've got to, you know, spend all this money doing all these different things. Once you get there, just do the simple things. The, the kids will enjoy that just as much as anything else. And having a balloon that can run about with and even let go. I mean, sometimes the most exciting thing about a balloon is letting it go and see it <laughs> fly up into the sky and see where it goes. So it's just simple things, just things like that. I, I 100% agree with you. And this is a quote from my 10-year-old Ethan. I think it was probably five or six days ago. It was real recently. And he said, Dad... Our favorite, my favorite trip was this past April, and he goes, I-, I liked it so much because it was simple, because we stayed at the pools, because we walked around, and that's exactly it. Once you get inside the bubble, there are so many things you could do, and it's a special trip no matter what. And he loved the simplicity of it. He loved the idea of just kind of relaxing and not necessarily running to every ride we've done that before i think he probably would think differently if we haven't done that before so he really did he loved the simplicity of this past trip he was very excited for it so and he he constantly talks about that trip so it's really awesome i don't know if i'd go as far as that i think the the full-on is what we do <laughs> what i do all the time i think i think the popcorn and the balloons are one thing but not running through each ride right. is a totally different one <laughs> well i i think i'm sure we're falling right into disney's hands or you're just like going yes but I, we basically you know we're programming our children to to show them here's here's how you have some fun and here's how to let go we did buy into dvc and yeah their catchphrase is a home way from home but that is true for us i mean we when we get there, it's like we've converted, we transition into a relaxed mode. Our kids have, have embraced that. And so uh, when we get there, it is like a home away from home for us. So they're sold on it. Uh, I'm sure they'll be fans for life as well. Awesome. Awesome. Greg, anything? Now, you guys said such nice and eloquent things. I, It's about small things. So I really have nothing that I could add that would be any anything better than that. Just you know very well said guys very well i think i think we did an excellent job again we're the mickey dudes we're a bunch <laughs> of guys that yeah <laughs> we get together we talk disney but you know what we're dads in this group we do see things a little bit differently we are a special group and all the dads out there you know i want to again say happy father's day to you, you thanks know, pat <laughs> Happy Father's Day to everybody. We are we are an amazing group of gentlemen, and we love Disney through our children's eyes, and we can see that here. We might be big macho men, but we have our soft side as well. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to thank you for listening, and let's go around the horn and give out our social media contact information. Greg, where could our listeners get to you? On Twitter, I am G Nevis, N-E-V-I-U-S, and you can find me on Facebook by searching my name, Greg Nevis. Kyle? On Twitter, I'm at TurkeyLeg1, and if you're not easily offended, I'm on Facebook at Kyle O'Shander. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff? Uh, you can find me at kylesthegreatestdad.com. Um, <laughs> oh, thank you. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Twitter, uh, BrainDud92, and just BrainDo on uh, Instagram. Steven? Yeah, I'm on SJM Disney on Twitter. 
and Stephen James Maxwell on Facebook. And you can find me on Twitter at Daily Walt Disney. You can find all of us at the Mickey Dudes. And you can find me on Facebook at Pat Gennetti. I also would like to say, if you have the time, we would really appreciate you going over and give us a rating on iTunes. This way we can get the word out and the more reviews we get, we'll take them all. Um, If you leave us a review, we will read it. If you love us, we'll read it really fast. If you don't like us, we'll read it really quiet. No, I'm just kidding. We'll read them all. We would love to have a review no matter what. It gets our name out there and gets us up the ranking so people can find us a little bit easier. We would greatly appreciate that. That would be an awesome Father's Day present for all of us. And you have been listening to the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Thank you and have a good night. You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon. Whoa! That was so cool! Hey, Dad, did you see that? Did you see me? Did you see what I did? You so totally rock, squirt! So give me some fin. Noggin. Dude. <laughs>